Hey Baker, welcome to Business is Sweet. It's easy to fall in love with the sweet art of baking. It's a bit harder to take the right steps to create a successful business around your baking. But the business side of baking is also pretty sweet. I believe that you can be paid well for your creativity, build a successful baking business from home, and enjoy the work you get to do. And in fact, I don't just believe it, I know it because I've done it. I'm your host, Brett, a self-taught home-based baker myself who's built a thriving business making a full-time income as a wedding cake designer, all from home while raising my two little kiddos. And I'm here to show you how to do it too. Welcome to the show. Hey, my baker friend, hope you're doing well and gearing up for upcoming orders and sales and other fun in the kitchen. We're just coming up on holiday season, which means you're probably getting ready to do all that fancy, fun, mass production baking for people and hope all of that is going well as you're preparing for that. Today on the show, I'm going to be sharing with you the secret recipe to success with your home baking business. It's six key ingredients and we're going to go over those ingredients. But first, I wanted to share with you an opportunity that you have to learn a little bit more from me and also from three other amazing top business women coaches for bakers. We had a little live webinar uh, sponsored by Cast Iron, which is a site where you can build a shop for your home baking business and have sales run automatically through there. It's like a beautiful way to set up a web page. Well, they hosted us, me and these three other bakers, and we had an awesome live webinar all about how to make more money and have less stress during the holidays, which is super relevant for everything coming up. We've got Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. It's like bam, 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 bam. This is baking season. (laughs) So if you want to learn from us, all of our tips and advice and just feel the good energy of other bakers doing what you're doing, definitely go check it out. I'm going to drop the link to it in the show notes so that you can catch the replay. Yeah, if you want to learn more about how to maximize your profit and also not kill yourself during the next three baking months, check that out. It was called Make More Make more Money, Less Stress. The amazing ladies who joined me that night were Sydney Mitchell of Sugar Coin Academy, Melissa Fryer of Build a Better Bakery, and Amanda Schoenberg of Baking for Business. And all I can say is, wow, I had not met these women before, but I was blown away with everything that they had to offer. It was so fun to have that conversation. So definitely check it out. The link is in the show notes. After you listen to today's episode, that's your next place to to dive into some more learning for your own baking business. And with that, we are ready to jump into today's episode here on Business is Sweet. This is episode two, and I'm so excited that you're here for this journey and ready to learn. We're talking about the six ingredients to success in your home baking business. Let's dive in. So as a baker, you're obviously pretty familiar with the concept of a recipe. You have all your ingredients, you gather them all together, and you get your mixing bowl and your spatulas and everything you're going to use to bake. And you're going to try and make something awesome and delicious, something that other people love. And if you bring out your recipe and all your ingredients, let's say you're making chocolate chip cookies. Let's say all you decide to put in is flour. What's going to happen to your cookies? 
well, not much. All you've got is flour. That's a no-brainer. That's super obvious. But the same happens even if you just put two ingredients in. Let's say you put in just flour and eggs. What's going to happen with your cookies? Yeah, still not quite there. It's not the full recipe. You're only focusing on two of the ingredients and you're leaving out the rest. So you're not going to be able to create what you're hoping to create. The recipe is not going to turn out because you're ignoring half of it. The same way you follow a recipe for chocolate chip cookies or a chocolate cake or anything you're baking, there is also a recipe for baking a successful business. But a lot of us bakers get hung up on only adding one ingredient to the mix, the product. We focus on the product so much about getting our decorating skills better, baking better, the taste and the flavor, and we're very tuned into the product because that's honestly the part that we love. We love to be creating. We love to be making that thing. But it's like adding only flour to an ingredient for chocolate chip cookies. You're only adding one important key part to this recipe for baking your business. You're only having this great product, but there are five other ingredients that you also need to add if you're going to have success as a home baker. There are six total, and we're going to cover each of them in detail in the upcoming episodes, but I want to give you a good overview right now of what this recipe is, what the secret ingredients are, and how you can start to focus in on those and make sure that you're including each of them in your baking business because they all play an important role. They all have something to do with helping you achieve success. So let's go over them. Let's talk about these six ingredients. They are number one, a plan. Number two, your product. Number three, your price. Number four, marketing strategy. Number five, customer service. And number six, financial management. You need all six of these ingredients. Let's dive deeper into them. And I want to know, I list them from one to six. I'm listing them in kind of this chronological order. They're listed in a way that's the easiest ones to implement are right at the front, as well as the most important ones. That's how I list them out from one to three. So if you start with ingredient number one, a plan, and go all the way through one through six, that's a good order to follow them in. Number one is having a plan, a business plan for your business. Does this have to be complicated? No. When I took an entrepreneurship class, um, as I was doing my bachelor's degree, we were in this class and they had something called the business model canvas. And it was full of a lot of jargon and fancy words, kind of buzzwords in the business and entrepreneurship world, like distribution and unique proposition and assets and like all these fancy words. And to me, as a home baker, as a one person business, they didn't really mean a lot to me. And making a plan according to these business models that corporate businesses and startup businesses used, it just didn't feel like it fit. So when I make a plan for my business, I keep it really simple. I just want to know what is my mission? What are the objectives I'm trying to achieve? What are the goals that I have? What are my policies and my procedures? Who's my target customer? And what exactly is my product? I kind of define it. That's all a part of a plan. And what having a plan does for you is it helps just guide you to make the right decisions, to go in the right direction, so you're not just throwing buttercream at the wall and hoping that it sticks, which is 
probably all of our strategy when we start out is just flying by the seat of our pants. But a plan changes everything. That's ingredient number one. Have a business plan. Ingredient number two is your product. Like we said, this is the one we like to focus on. Improving our decorating skill, improving our baking, making things taste better, look better. We love to hone in on our product. And fine-tuning this ingredient in your business, it's not just about the product itself, but it's also about production. It's also about your processes and making them more efficient because the more efficient you work, the more time that you save, which a time is the most valuable resource that you have. The more time that you have to give away, you don't get that back. And so you want to be smart in the way that you spend your time. So you find ways to make your production more efficient. And also related to that, the faster you work, when you do the math, Technically, the more you're making per hour and the more availability you have to take on more orders. And this kind of just comes with time. If you're just starting out and you're like, oh my gosh, it takes me like 10 hours just to make one little single layer tiered cake. um, That's okay. That's totally fine because you're right where you're supposed to be. You're learning and you're growing. And I always say that the biggest startup cost to going into business as a home baker, it's not buying a mixer, it's not investing in equipment and capital, like you don't need a lot of capital to get started, you have basically everything you need. But the one thing that you do have to invest, the biggest cost is your time, your time to learn and to grow and to get better. And that's the only way to get from point A to point B is by just putting in that time and being brave enough to go at it so that you can learn the things that you need to know to get to the next stage in your business. So your product is all about improving your skills, but also improving your production efficiency. Number one, a plan. Number two, your product. Number three, the third secret ingredient is your price. This one is super clutch. And we love to ignore this one. We love to focus on everything else but price. And it's so funny because as home bakers, we we come in with this strategy of thinking, okay, I'm going to win sales. I'm going to get customers by having an affordable price. Oh my gosh. Is that your strategy right now? Like, did I literally just tell you what you're thinking? Because that's what I was thinking when I started. I went back. In my first year of business, I wrote out a business plan and there was my mission statement. There were my objectives. And guess what it said? Most affordable cakes. That's what I was trying to do. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work because to be the most affordable in the market, it relies on mass production and it relies on specialized equipment to attain that mass production. One person in a home kitchen just cannot do it. You cannot compete with the grocery store and you can't compete with all the other bakers. It's not about undercutting everybody. It's about stepping into a price point that covers your costs, that compensates your labor and that allows your business to grow. If you don't do that, if you don't achieve those three objectives, your business won't get very far. You're going to burn out. You won't have the money you need to buy ingredients and to do the things that you need to do in order to actually grow and reach customers and market. Like you won't have money for that. You have to price accordingly and you should, you should get paid for doing this. It is a beautiful custom artwork that you're putting out there 
And when people pay for it, it gives them this experience that they wouldn't otherwise have. And are there people who don't want to pay for it? Yeah, there are. And that's okay because they value different things. But there's a whole other group of people, wherever you live, there's a whole other group of people who are ready and willing and able to pay for a premium product because it matters to them and they put value on it. That's kind of how the market works. It's segmented into customers and each group of customers values different things and some value a cheap price and some value flavor and some value looks and some value a combination. And so all of that is really important to certain different groups and you want to focus on the group that is willing to pay for your product and you price it accordingly. You are not in charge of your customer's budget. That is their responsibility. There is no immorality with charging well for what you do because what you're giving is your time. Time does not come back to you. That is a precious, limited resource in your life. You charge good for it. We're going to dive into that more. I love talking about price because it is such a sticky point for so many people. Don't worry, there's gonna be more more episodes and more coaching to come on price. That's the third ingredient, is you have to get your price right so that your numbers make sense and so that you're covering all your costs. If you don't do that, you won't stay in business. Number four, a marketing strategy. This is very key because if people don't know about you, they can't order from you. Now that sounds pretty dang obvious, but it's a huge reason why a lot of bakers don't get orders is because we kind of feel like we're in the spotlight sometimes when we, when we show up on Instagram or on Facebook or wherever it is that we're trying to market and talk about our our business, we make one post or we say one thing and we think, oh my gosh, everyone just saw that. Everyone just remembered it. Like they, they know what I'm doing now. Like it's so in the spotlight and really it's an illusion because not everybody sees what you post not everybody remembers it and it doesn't always make the impact that you think that it does and so when you stop when you shrink back and you stop talking about it and putting it out there because you're afraid that you're being too overbearing you're afraid that it's just too much that you're going to burn out your audience they just don't remember you. They doesn't give them enough opportunity to connect with you. It's a marketing fact statistic that it takes a person an average of seven times seeing something, a brand or a business, before they will remember it, before they will trust it enough to make a purchase. And so that those seven times, you have to be making deposits, basically. You have to be showing up and guiding them and helping them remember you and connecting with them in real ways so that when they're ready to buy, like it's already in their brain. They can find you. They know about you. That's what marketing is all about. It's about just connecting with people and helping them know that you're available to serve them and you're available to help with their orders. If they don't know you, they can't order from you. So having a good marketing strategy to reach the right customers who will pay for your product, that's ingredient number four, marketing. Ingredient number five is customer service. And might I add excellent customer service. This is what sets you apart from other home bakers. We talk about the market being really saturated with bakers. You kind of come up and you're like, oh, there's already like... Dozens of people already doing this. Why would someone order from me? 
Well, if you can set yourself apart as a baker who is professional, who is trustworthy, that is huge for people because a lot of them have this kind of funny stigma in their head about home bakers that you're baking out of a dingy little kitchen, that you don't use good practices, that you might not be reliable. Like what if you cancel? What if you don't show up? What if you don't do a good job? That's the feeling that people tend to get when they come across home bakers. So when I started my baking business, when I officially started after, you know, a few years of kind of just flying by the seat of my pants and not really full in, but just kind of like doing it in here and there. Finally, I came to a point where I was like, all right, I'm all in. I'm doing it. It's official. Open for business. One of my big things that I wanted to do as I started officially was to take away that home baking stigma. When people came to my website or my Instagram or interacted with me, I didn't want them to feel like they were talking to a home baker. Even though I'm the champion of home bakers, that is my page, the out of home baker on Instagram. That's who I talk to, but that's how I connect with bakers. When I connect with customers, I want them to feel like they're talking to a professional, like they're talking to an expert. And so in all of my my marketing and all of the way that I communicate and show up, I made sure it was professional and I made sure to act as if I'm the customer service department. How would you want to be treated if you were walking into a store or walking into a restaurant or anywhere? How would you want to be treated as a customer? Do those same practices in your business. Do the same things. Talk the same way. Be professional. The same way you want to be treated, that's how you treat your customers. And that puts you a notch above the rest. That makes you very trustworthy. And guess what happens? When people feel safe in your hands, when people feel like they can trust your business and trust you, they're willing to pay more. And you'll be able to start booking those higher paying customers because they trust you. That's what customer service does keeps your business running smoothly and helps your customers be ready to give you their orders and pay you well for it. Number six, the sixth ingredient is financial management. This is one that you kind of learn as you go along and pricing plays a big part of it because your price influences the way that you budget and the way that you forecast your numbers and your income. But I love this one because once I finally figured out how to do it, how to manage my finances and business and not just like throw all that money into my family's bank account and go like, oh, I actually don't know how much I made this month and I don't know where my money went that I needed to buy butter with. And honey, I'm so sorry, but I have to buy $50, $50 worth of butter. Like I, I just, I have to do it. And I know that looks like I'm spending a lot, but it's all coming back, I promise. And financial management takes away all of that stress and it gives you control of your money in your business because if you're having clients pay you and you're doing really well, but you're not managing that money well and and planning well and putting it into good places, then your business won't grow. It's going to flop pretty quick or you're going to burn out really quick because it's going to be a hustle. You're going to feel all the time like you got to keep going because you're not sure where the money is and you're not sure how much you have or how much you're making. So learning to manage it well 
and to keep books and to just track. And it doesn't have to be crazy fancy. I don't even use QuickBooks. I tried QuickBooks. It's like an app for doing accounting and tax stuff and whatever. And for me, I was like, ah, it just was taking too much time to set it up, to figure it out. There's really a learning curve to it. If that's for you, that's totally fine. For me, I just like to keep some simple spreadsheets that help me keep track of what I'm making, what money is going out, what am I setting aside for taxes, and what am I setting aside as profit in my business so that I can buy a KitchenAid or buy a camera or take a class and do the things I need to do to grow my business? And how much am I paying myself each month? I treat myself like an employee and that really helps me manage where my money is. I don't just spend it the minute I get it. I don't just throw it in my bank account and let it get lost in the sea of everything else that's going on there. I keep it separate and once a month I pay myself a paycheck based on what I made and what I set aside. And that helps me track things so well and allows me to project, okay, if this is how many orders I take and I know from my pricing what money is going to ingredients, what money is going to supplies, I know what money stays in my pocket because I understand my pricing. If I know that, then I can say, all right, this is how many orders I need to take this month in order to make this much money. And next month, here's where I'm at. And I can project the whole year and now my income isn't a guessing game anymore because I understand my numbers and I let those um, decide and direct how I manage my money. Those are the six ingredients. One, a plan. Two, your product. Three, your price. Four, your marketing strategy. Five, customer service. And six, financial management. So going back to our recipe analogy, let's say you're making your cookies or your cake and something goes wrong and the cookies come out flat and they spread too much or they get a little bit burnt or they're just not quite the right crumb that you're looking for or not quite the right flavor. What do you do when that happens? Well, you're going to look at the recipe and you're going to start to think, all right, where did I go wrong? Which ingredient affected this in this way? Like, did I add too much butter? Were my eggs not brought to room temperature? Did I over mix? You look at the recipe and you see what little thing needs to be tweaked in order to get a better outcome next time. Our business recipe is the same. You can look at these six ingredients. If you're facing a challenge or you're trying to achieve something, you can look at those six ingredients and say, all right, which one of these, which strings do I need to pull and focus on and fine tune so that I can get my business where I want to be? If you're not getting any clients, you look to your marketing ingredient, you look to your customer service ingredient and your product ingredient and start to fine tune those and let them work together. If you're not making any money, you look to your price and your financial management and your plan and all of them combined work together to make your business go in the right direction. And what's the right direction? It's the direction where you have clients, they're paying you, you're making a profit and you're still loving it because you're not killing yourself. You're still in control and you're letting your business work for you instead of feeling like you're working for your business all the time. So when I first started taking on clients several years ago, I had to learn all of this from scratch along the way. <laughs> it was a lot of trial and error and it was a lot of guesswork and there was a lot of messy situations and I was really frustrated with the lack of resources and clarity when it came to all of this business stuff. 
I've really come to enjoy the business side. And I've looked back and I've talked to a lot of other bakers and I've started to formulate this recipe and fine tune it for success. And my goal as your baking business coach isn't just to share the recipe with you, but I wanna help you really nail it down and fine tune each of those ingredients in your own baking business so that you can jump ahead on the learning curve and get there faster than I did. So I've created a baking business resource library for you to get the training and the information that you need in order to succeed. You don't have to figure it out on your own. Everything from eBooks and courses on how to get orders from Instagram to my most powerful and best selling resource, Pricing Mastermind, a course on how to price your cakes and overcome mind blocks and fears about charging. You can access all of these resources by clicking on the link listed in the show notes on whatever platform you're listening to, but you can also find it by visiting my Instagram, the out of home baker on Instagram and clicking on the link in my bio. And that's where I have all of those resources listed as well. And you can find, you know, which ingredient am I struggling with and find one of my resources to help you work on it so that you can nail it down and start making more money with your business and start loving what you're doing again 